The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It's September. It's the 20th. It's 2022. And we're at 530 in the morning. Are you a little sore? Uh, a little bit. Absolutely. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling down, but I'm good. You know, <laughs> I was like, you know what I need? I need a good rest tonight. I need to eat well and I need to get better because you you had a big comeback yesterday in the penalty box day one. And you beat me. I know, I know. Sean and I played basketball with the Northern Trails Blazers, and I have zero faith that I am going to win uh, at all this penalty box challenge, but it is the best three out of five. And then day one, starting off strong, I just took you out, Sean. Oh, my goodness. I was so confident going in. I was like, if I don't win all five, it's going to be a disappointment. (laughs) First one done. Lost. Lost. Uh. Lost basketball against you. I think my favorite thing, uh, big shout out Gross from the Northern Trailblazers basketball organization. Uh, He was hilarious. He was great to just hang out with. Uh, We were warming up before the video started, which you can check out on our Facebook page, the, the video of Steph and I competing. We were warming up before the video started. And Gross saw us shoot, and he altered the competition because I think he didn't really have faith in us. Yeah, oh my gosh. I feel like he was like, these are adults. They've probably grown up going to basketball camp. They know how to shoot a basketball. And then when we got there, he was like, oh no, we were going to do two baskets. Now we're only doing one, and we were going to do it further away, but now we got to put these really close together because you... <laughs> yeah, I even wore a basketball jersey to try and like bring some good faith, but it did not work at all. <laughs> Yesterday, a little later in the show, we talked about how I got addicted to Love is Blind this weekend and binged the entire thing. But then you went home and were like, thanks for the show, Reco Steph. I'll watch it too. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I stayed up with uh, Love is Blind kind of throughout the two seasons that were going on. And... I needed to watch After the Altar, and I needed to watch the the three episodes that they just came out with. And I got to say, holy moly, this is perfect television for me to just turn my brain off during a rainy day. Like, it was hilarious. You know what I just noticed is that Nick and Vanessa Lachey were not in it. Oh, yeah. They just kind of produced the episodes as they were. Yeah. Maybe they were no busy. Host. Maybe they were busy doing season three because that comes out in a month. Perhaps, perhaps. What were your big observations from this one? Yeah, so if, if you're putting off watching these uh, three episodes, highly suggest you do it because it's very entertaining. I, I think the show is just curated for drama. Mm. That's my main takeaway right here. Like, there's a whole bunch of things that clearly could have been just, like, resolved or avoided. But the I bet you, like, producers were just, like, stirring the, <laughs> stirring the cauldron. They're like, oh, should we invite uh, Shayna to the party so she could show off, like, her new boyfriend and or maybe now fiance and, like, get into Natalie's grill and just spark up that drama a little bit? <laughs> like, that didn't need to happen. Well, I feel like, uh, you know, like, it's a wrong rom-com waiting to happen you know there everything can be solved in one conversation if they would just have it in the first scene none of the rest of the movie would happen and this is the same with love is blind it's like if they just talk to each other like normal humans and had a little bit of conflict resolution none of it would happen but instead they're over in the corners being (laughs) like did you see that shana showed up oh my god does her boyfriend know that shana and shane were texting each other no he doesn't should i tell him i have to get the entire cast on board and ask their 
advice should I tell him and it's like he's gonna watch this he's gonna know you've just told him yeah so if you've been putting off the three episodes just just watch them they're 40 minutes long each they're easy to watch and then I, my, my last takeaway was the quick blip at the end of what they did there's like a quick two second blip at the very end of the episode which I think teases that they need to come back and do like a recap mm. of, of the blip they're setting up for a what's a sequel triple a trequel <laughs> sure <laughs> we'll google that one <laughs> i want to know if you've ever done this stuff because we both kind of live that frugal lifestyle okay mm-hmm. yeah you go into the store there's that discount rack it might have pastries on it you got a little loaf of bread that's usually like five bucks boom 50 percent sticker it's now like 250 type of thing. Have you ever bought that? Absolutely. Just toss it in the freezer? Uh, Yep, toss it in the freezer and then make toast with it. Why not? Exactly. Okay, that's what I do as well. That's usually why I go to the pastry aisle. If I see like like donuts or like maybe like a, a specialty kind of thing and there's only like one or two of them, and it's 50% off. I'm like, oh, like 50 cent donut? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Throw that on. I <laughs> ventured into the meat part of the discounted mm. stuff yesterday. Okay. Wouldn't recommend. No? Well, maybe I just had a bad run in. Uh, maybe I just had a bad run in. I, I saw some marinated chicken breasts and it was like previously frozen, now discounted for sale. And, and it was raw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it was like nine bucks and like five dollars off. So these two chicken wow. breasts was like four dollars. I'm like, ah, what can go wrong? Four bucks, yeah. right? I mean, some things can go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but for four dollars, you're gonna give it a try. In the moment, you slap a sales <laughs> sticker on that thing. I'm hook line sinker. I'm sold. I'm like, four bucks, absolutely. Yeah, two got- giant chicken breasts. I mean, come on, marinated. <laughs> wow, you did all the work for me. Yeah, I am you, in. I'll tell you what could go wrong though. Oh no. It was rubbery i don't know what oh. happened uh it was i felt like i was just constantly chewing okay sean i thought you were gonna say you spent the night on the toilet no. you felt really ill i mean you started with raw chicken and it was rubbery at the end i think that might be a user error is that me yeah like a, a chef that isn't actually a chef making the four dollar off chicken i bet you <laughs> A chef could have made that chicken No, I'm good. sticking with the $5 off, okay? <laughs> Previously frozen, right, not my right. fault. <laughs> Had a bit of an unexpected adventure on my way home from work yesterday, Sean. Okay, I know a little bit about this, but uh, continue on. I'm curious to hear more. Yeah, I feel like adventure is a word that sounds far more fun than what it was. I, I wish I could think of like a, a tragedy, a there we go. sadness, catastrophe. a catastrophe. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, so I, I pulled out of Prospect Drive, turned left onto Confed to head down 63 when all of a sudden my car went voodoo. And then it continued in that noise, just a little less loud. But it felt like I no longer had at least one tire underneath me. (laughs) Yeah, that's not great at all. (laughs) Yeah, so I got myself pulled over um, into a merge lane, put my four ways on. And I was like, okay, let's get out and see which tire is no longer there. And uh, all my tires were intact. And so I was kind of like, okay, so I'm texting my husband. I'm like, something very bad just happened to my car and he's working, so he's not replying. And I'm like, and I don't know what to do. And I feel like I 
am an adult and should know what you do when like things break down, but I didn't. But that's okay because a kind soul stopped. Yeah. And uh, he was like, what's going on? And I was like, I have no idea. This is the noise it was making. And so he crawled underneath wow. my car and was like, oh, you broke your control arm. And I was like, that sounds expensive. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's only about a hundred bucks and four bolts. And I was like, that sounds like my husband can do it. Yeah. <laughs> is it raining during all of this, by the way? Yeah. And he's just under your car? Yeah. Just wow. like a great, kind civilian. I know. I wish, like, I got his first name. It's Ethan. Thank you so much, Ethan. I feel like I owe you, I don't know, a case of beer, a, <laughs> a, a bigger shout out than this. Um, and then after he left and had been so kind and we chatted for a while, a tow truck pulled up behind huh. me. And I was like, man, uh, the tow truck I called said it was going to be three hours. Like, you were fast. And uh, he's like, oh, I'm actually not who you called. I was just checking in on you because I saw you coming up the hill and I wanted to make sure you were all right. And I was like, wow, like, thank you so much. He, too, crawled underneath my my car and was like, oh, yeah, this is what's wrong. Quick and easy fix. Don't worry about it. And then he said, I'm going to wait with you until your husband gets here because you're obstructing traffic. And I don't want someone to rear end you and you to get get hurt. I would have been like, I'm canceling the other one. Can you take me right now? <laughs> I wanted to say that. I wanted to be like, you are so kind. I should give you my money. But yeah. I have like a AMA membership uh, and so it was a free tow. So I uh, felt like I should save the money for the right, car the repair. repair. <laughs> but shout out to Guy for all his help with that too. But I just was so bewildered at these uh, kind souls who were not planning on stopping and helping anyone today. They were going about their own business, but they took a moment to pause and help a stranger. And I just was so blown away at how quick yeah. they did it. You know, I was there for less than two minutes when the first guy showed up. He was gone for less than two minutes when wow. the second one did. And just such kindness um, out of nowhere, it gave me all the warm and fuzzies, and it, and it kind of made it okay that my car is in a decrepit oh, yeah. state right now. Yeah, it's a little sugar coat and all. Ethan and Gee, thank you so much. Mid rain to help Steph out. In the meantime, you are incredible people there. Strangers helping people. Steph, you just went through it. Absolutely incredible people here in the RMWB. Hey? Yeah, for sure. Two different folks stopped to help me when my car broke down yesterday. Thank you, Guy. Thank you, Ethan. 780-791-1037. You can text your call. We're just kind of talking about great strangers in the community. And we had a, a stranger text in here. Not too sure of their name, but thank you so much for tuning in. They said, amazing people here in Fort McMurray. They're a courier driver, and they've been in some jams almost every winter. Lots of driving going on. And within minutes, every single time, so many different people have helped out. They said, you're never stranded for too long without getting help from someone. I love that. And I think that's a a huge thing about in the middle of winter. Like Chloe said, she was walking home in the middle of winter at night. She and her partner arm loads full of groceries and a car stopped and just said hey get in where are you headed I'll wow. take you there and she was like I was a little bit skeptical at first yeah, yeah. but they were the <laughs> nicest folks ever and they got them home warm and their groceries into the house. I was gonna say a little risky but worth it <laughs> worth it for the warmth yeah my battery last year was just obnoxious it was. It, it was just, always dead, and you never freaking no, replaced it. No, I didn't it. replace it. I was like, ah, I'll just plug it in. You know, just char- a little baby charge, but I do need to buy a new battery. But my neighbor, uh, he would always hand me the that mobile charging kit. 
And he'd always just be like, hey, here you go. Never like a hesitation. Just always like, yeah, you can uh, spark your car up with this kind of thing. So it's just like, oh, you are so great. And I will buy a new battery this go around before winter hits. And now you got strangers that become your friends because they're like, oh, he's just relying on me now. So I guess I better get his first name. That's right. That's right. I repaid him with beer, too. So that's pretty good, too. As we watched the Queen's funeral and honestly, the last 10 days of media coverage on our TV here in the studio, I was so glued to the screen and both of us just were like, what do you think about this? What yeah. about, there were so many questions arising from this, this ceremonious occasion. Mm-hmm. Why is it going on? No. Um, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> uh, the one thing was the casket that like everyone, all the pallbearers like carrying it everywhere. It was like, okay, do you think she's actually in there, A, and B? How much does that thing weigh? I know. I was really wondering. Like, I was like, what if she was just cremated and they're carrying her empty box yeah. around? Um, but as well, I did look it up. How heavy is the casket? Because there was only like eight guys around it, and they're carrying it on their shoulder. Oh, you got answers. Uh, yes. Uh, they said it was either 550 to 700 pounds. It's a lot. It's made of oak and then it's lead lined to stop body decomposition because she's not going to be buried. She's going to be in a wall. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair enough. So if it's around, let's say around, if we take the middle of that, like 600 pounds, eight of them, some quick math here. Hmm, what is that, around 80-some pounds per pallbearer that they kind of have to distribute the weight around? Yeah, carry on their shoulder for a while. And thankfully, like, they did have the gun carriage there, so they didn't have to carry it for, like, the five hours that they were walking yesterday or every other day. Yeah. Um, But other questions arose, like, are they allowed to move their arms to fix their hat? Because some of the straps (laughs) on the bottom of those giant furry black hats... Yeah were up in people's noses and others the hats had come completely down over their eyes and it was like can they perhaps just see the heels of the person in front of them they needed a hat fixer if they weren't allowed to someone should have been able to go around (laughs) and just like slightly adjust that yeah i noticed that as well i wonder what all the different hats meant as well obviously like Mm. different maybe different ranks or something within the monarchy or the army or different areas of yeah. the monarchy because they definitely had some had like uh, white feathers coming out some looked more like wizard it was very interesting and then the shoes I also was very concerned about their feet and their walking I was like they've been walking for so long so straight legged yeah. and so slowly like one you have to get a cramp but as well how do your feet feel like does everybody have orthotics are those like sparry very comfy shoes <laughs> um, it just felt like um, just a lot of questions arose. I just was really feeling for yeah. all those people in the in the parade in the march. Yeah, I found out about the the foot one here though. They're all oh. wearing uh, secret Crocs, so they were good. <laughs> they were very comfy during the whole thing. I came across a, a a post on Facebook just yesterday, and it was in one of just like the bizarre groups on Facebook locally here in Fort McMurray, and the person labeled it Fort Mac. Highway pirate. Now, what do you think they're referencing a highway pirate to be? Fort Mac highway pirate. Uh, somebody who <laughs> jumps out in front of vehicles, makes them stop, and then steals all their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
no. It's hilarious, but no. They're a pirate. That's what pirate yeah. the sea do. <laughs> just a big boat of a vehicle just makes everyone stop. No, it's uh, it's the photo radar on the side of the road every now and then. Oh. So they took a picture of it themselves and they posted just like giving a heads up to like everyone essentially in the Facebook world. Like, hey, this car's going to be parked here for what, like two hours kind yeah. of thing? Okay, but that makes sense though as a pirate that the pirate is sitting there and taking people's money True. Uh, for them doing wrong. Yeah. Like, but, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And just the comments always on these types of photo radar stories I find are always so hilarious. People are always like so angry. They're like, oh, why are they doing it? It's like, well, don't speed, first of all, essentially. Yeah. That's like the main gist of it. But then I heard this old like kind of like fairy tale. I don't know if it's true or not, but I've heard it through circles that there was this one time uh, photo radar was parked there and someone took the license plate off the photo radar car, put it on their own car, and then just was speeding <laughs> by the photo radar a bunch of times. So it was like the photo radar car license plate was getting the ticket every single time. Oh my goodness. Which I hope is true because that is one of the most funny <laughs> stories that I have ever heard. Uh, if anyone can confirm or deny that, That'd be great. Seven eight zero seven nine one one zero three seven. But there's like a new. There's like people coming together in this Facebook post right here, and it's like we need a band together, and we need to. Someone needs like a a, a square truck, like a, a a block truck, and they need to park <laughs> a cube behind. Truck? There we go, cube truck, block truck, a brick truck. Big truck. They need a big truck. <laughs> and they need to park behind the photo radar every time they park there. And then someone will come and pick them up so they can't take pictures of us on the highway oh anymore. Oh, my god! There's some people banding together. And this I'm like, yeah, violent. let's get people together and let's just park behind these stationary trucks here. <laughs> I just feel like just, I mean, obviously it's the worst when you get a photo radar ticket. But honestly, if you do follow the speed limit, you won't get one. Steph, that's too hard. We need big cube truck. <laughs> Square one, a block one. <laughs> Seems like phrases come and go and they get popular and then they kind of fizzle out for a while. But one I've never heard until this year, and I've heard it so many times now, is Mercury is in retrograde. Oh, I've been using this for forever. You're kidding. Yeah. I always think like full moon. That's when I'm like, oh, it's a full moon. People are acting really strange. Yeah. But now this Mercury is in retrograde that I'd never heard of before. I'm like, mm, maybe maybe that's my new excuse for people being weird. Oh, 100%. If I make a mistake and I don't want to own up to it, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. You're right kidding. Not me. It's Mercury's fault. Do you do you like pay attention to when it actually is in retrograde? No, I have no clue what it means. Oh, okay, I well, just I just, I just <laughs> I've heard it thrown around. I'm like, yeah, sure, that sounds like something I can blame on something not me. <laughs> what, do you know what it means? Um, I had to look it up this morning. I was oh. like, what's going on? And apparently, like the Farmer's Almanac coined this term, yeah. um, and they thought that it looked like Mercury, the planet, was moving backwards in the sky, but it was a complete optical illusion. But because of this. Uh, Mercury, apparently, to astrologers, astro yes, astrologers, sure. is, uh, I was I wanted to make sure I didn't say astronomers, because <laughs> they're two very different right. things. Um, apparently, it's, uh, Mercury is the communication planet. So if Mercury mm. is in retrograde, you need to be really careful about the ways you communicate if okay. you follow the stars. And as well, it matters for, like, your different star sign. So uh, I'm a Pisces, so... I think, uh, does it hit me different or what? Uh, if Mercury was in retrograde when you're, if like in March or February okay, okay, or whatever. Okay, but because yeah, yeah. right now, 
it's like Libra and Virgo means something different. But the main thing <laughs> is they're saying if you uh, feel different during this time mm-hmm. period, you should not sign any contracts or make any big like binding <laughs> decisions because your communication is off. Or no house buying, none of that. Yeah, don't get a new job. Don't renegotiate my contract with my job, <laughs> anything of that nature. I might or will I make the stark decision or will my other will the employer or the person selling the home make the bad decision? Or will we both make bad decisions? Who knows? They said that after Mercury is out of retrograde, which is happening on October second, <laughs> you might look back at that contract and see it differently, oh, whether wow. that's in a Mercury, good light or bad. This impact you're having on our lives. I know, and it returns again December 18th. If, yeah. you, if you like this season, don't worry, you'll experience it again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little emotional last night watching Sports Center, and it was because one of my favorite people who works for TSN, uh, he was diagnosed with cancer last year but he made a return for the very first time uh last night and it was very great to see him his name is darren detition oh cool mm-hmm. i'm glad he came back that's amazing yeah and he's uh he grew up in saskatchewan he's from regina um i think he, he grew up on a small town porcupine plain shout out porcupine plain and we even went to the same school and he's one of the reasons why i went to the school that i went to the broadcasting school in saskatoon it's because i would uh, wanted to get to still want to uh be like a sports guy that's what i talk about all the time sports guy yeah and so this is just a little clip of what he had to say on his first night back honestly a year ago i didn't know if i'd be coming back that's when it was diagnosed that i had cancer and so then it started a whole arduous process um it had metastasized as prostate cancer and it had gone through my body still is it's not the kind of cancer where you ring a bell um so it's still in the base of my skull my ribs my legs hips Uh, and stuff like that, but it's treatable. And I feel really, really good. Um, And the place that I feel best is right here. I've been practicing my highlights at home, I swear to God, Come in the morning. On. Absolutely, watching really? the morning loop. But then I get here and I'm like so nervous and it's just like, but now it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to get the first show. Yeah, and so he's like, he's in his mid-50s and his first show back and uh, it's, it was just amazing to see him back in his element with his co-host, uh, just living his best life hopefully again. My online shopping saga is just, it's just, it's just a bad move. I'll just say that right now it is so funny because you literally never buy anything online for years you buy one thing and it has been going on for two months we've been talking about it yeah i tried to buy sandals and so i went around to the local places around here couldn't find the ones that i like so i said you know what i guess i'll go online i guess i'll do this apparently you got to read all the small print online (laughs) and you gotta like return policy didn't like the sandals horrible so i was like i'll just go return them because that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I package it all up. I figure out how to return it, take it to the post office. What do you think, to, to Ontario, okay? What do you think it costs to ship uh, a shoebox? It's like a, a tiny shoebox, not a big one, a tiny one that fits two sandals in it uh, to Ontario. What do you think that costs? I think usually the return policy is they pay the shipping cost for return. This no? Is what people, this is what people say. It's like, why did you pay money? It's like, because I don't know. Because you ordered I've never from ordered the wrong in the past three oh years gosh. online. <laughs> this is why you have to shop in person. Okay, so I I would guess it would cost about $12. No, $27. $27. I'm basically paying for my sandals again to return them. So tell me that you took them out of the box and said, I'll sell these on Facebook instead. 
Where were you? <laughs> no, I sent them off. You and I was didn't. like, I'll just get like 10 bucks back, please. Like, Sean, like that is rookie mistake <sighs> after rookie mistake. Oh my I goodness. I know. I know. I'm not happy about it. And now it's October. And now I don't about. have sandals either. Yeah, well, you don't need them till next <laughs> summer anyway. So you've got some time to shop around. <laughs> We have Brittany McDonald here with a resource development coordinator with the United Way joining us this morning. Very exciting event coming up in a couple weeks in support of the United Way. What's going on? Yes, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm just here to talk about our gala that's coming up. So the gala is coming up October 1st. It is in support of the United Way. Um, a couple things the United Way does is we support 25 different agencies here in Fort McMurray, as well as 36 different programs. So we kind of have our branches and kind of everything here in Fort McMurray. Um, so the gala is coming up, the tickets are on sale, and we are just really hoping for a wonderful sellout event. Uh, it's been a lot of work going into it and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And <laughs> um, we're just definitely hoping everyone will come out, have a really good time. It's kind of the first gala of the season. And uh, we just want everyone to come out, enjoy. It's a sit-down dinner, so uh, it's bound to be a really good night for everybody. And now Red Tie Gala. How does that differ from other ones? So we, of course, as the United Way, are go red all the time. Um, so we are supporting... Um, different colors, obviously red being a big one for us. So we're hoping everyone comes in either red, gold, or black. Uh, and if you don't own anything red, we will have a few things for sale as well. So need not fear. But uh, <laughs> if you've got a red bow tie, we would love to see that and love to see everybody out there um, with their red on. Very fun. Now, you were saying this is the first of the gala season, of course, going into the fall here. But also, is this the first red tie gala for United Way? Yes, this is our inaugural event. So it's a big deal. Um, we've been looking forward to this for a couple of months now. And uh, we kind of tried there back in February. But again, with COVID and everything like that, we sort of had to postpone. So it is our very first one. So uh, the nerves are high. Um, and there is some, like I said, blood, sweat, and tears, but uh, it's going to be a really good bit. Like, just a good night for everybody to come out, enjoy, and we get to start to see everybody again. So that's the hope as everyone comes out, sees their friends, and has a good night. We've got DJ Cupid in the night, so that'll be even better. Um, and yeah, lots to look forward to. How are people, how can people grab the tickets? In person, over the phone, email, website? You can easily just go onto the United Way Facebook page, and it's right there. So easy peasy you can also go on to um, our website as well um, or Mac calendar so there's three different ways for you be to be able to get your tickets and one quick more question uh, so the night October 1st DJ Cupid is going to be there what else can people expect so like I said you can expect a sit-down dinner um, we've worked really hard with Mac Island on a really delicious menu so hopefully um, it appeases to everybody and we'll have live music a couple of speeches there's gonna be a live auction as well with some really uh, amazing um, prizes to be won. So there'll be that. And then, yeah, just a really good night with uh, a lot of dancing. Awesome. Brittany McDonald, the Resource Development Coordinator with the United Way. Uh, head on over to their Facebook page to get your tickets for the Red Tie Gala happening on October 1st. Thank you. Well, good morning. It is Smile Cookie Week. We have Cindy Amarongan and Lorna Ash from the Northern Lights Health Foundation here with us because Smile Cookie Week at Tim Hortons means that the funds from them goes to you guys, right? Absolutely. 100% of your dollar to purchase a cookie comes right back to local health care. Now, does it matter if you buy the cookies in the morning, in the afternoon, all day, every day, all throughout the week, just buy some cookies, right? Yes, correct. And as we just stated, it is okay to have cookies for breakfast. The <laughs> iconic chocolate chunk cookies, 
They're all for charity, so it's good for breakfast as well. Yes, That's all big... I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> Lorna says they don't count. The calories don't count when it's for charity. They absolutely don't. And thank you so much for bringing us some cookies for breakfast. They can't wait to dive in. Uh, now tell us, the funds are going to the Northern Lights Health Foundation, and where are you going to put them? Well, it all depends. So if this is considered for us a third-party event, um, and what happens is it goes to our unrestricted funding. So when AHS comes to us and says they have a priority project or program or something they're needing funding for, that goes directly to our board, and our board of directors then decides if it's okay, if it's something that falls within our guidelines. And that those funds then, the unrestricted funds, are so important because they're sitting there, they're ready when, when it's needed. Well, and one of the projects that we're funding right now, uh, which uh, we can see these funds going not directly towards, but towards are the uh, those pediatric mental health uh, spaces that we talked about when we were here the last time visiting you guys. And uh, you know we're going to keep those on the agenda for a while. It takes uh, months to to create things like like a mental health space, and uh, we're still fundraising for that. So we can see these funds going towards the projects that uh, are already uh, approved at the hospital. So. Yeah, I see it as a win all around. You eat good, you help local charity, you help the local health authority. It all goes towards a great cause here. So Smile Cookies are at Tim Hortons all week long, the entire week? All week long in all the uh, Tim Hortons locations. So you can pre-order. If you want to pre-order, you can just contact us at the office. Um, otherwise, you can just show up and get those Smile Cookies. So get them for everyone you love and care about. Perfect. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you, Lorna. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.